You're listening to a message from Impact Student Ministry, a middle and high school-oriented production of The Summit Church. What's up? How's everyone doing? Great. Can we give a big, loud shout, round of applause for the fantastic worship we just have for our band? Like, show some love for them. Yeah, they absolutely crushed. Um, For those of you who don't know me, My name is Jake. I am the impact director for Jamestown and the worship director for our Jamestown campus. Um, So I'm super excited to be here here with you guys tonight. Most of you have seen me before because I used to be up here all the time. Um, And I was just, you know, just recently moved positions, but it's good to be back. Um, You know, most of the time being with uh, music all the time, I'm usually up here singing with people. So it's so great to be able to join you guys in singing. Um, That did just wonders for me like I loved it it was so much fun just to sit back relax and sing some great songs to our Lord with you so thank you for that wonderful opportunity give yourself a hand that was fantastic you guys sang your heart outs it was great Um, so for the past couple of weeks we've been in this series of underrated and we've been talking more or less about how you know you're not too young to be taking your faith Seriously, you're not too young to be taking your relationship with God seriously. You know, it should be something you take seriously all the time. Um, So for this week, um, we're going to be talking about how you're not too young to understand God's plan for your life, right? So, but before we get into any of that, how many of you have ever, like, felt lost? You know, like, gotten lost, felt lost, you didn't know, like, where you were going? Oh, yeah, tons of times. And, you know, when I thought about this, I was like, you know, I'm not really talking about the kind of lost where you're like driving in your car or you're on a road trip or maybe you're hiking out in the woods and you just didn't know where you were. I'm talking about the kind of lost where it's like, I really don't know what to do with myself. How many of you feel that like right now? Where it's like, I don't really know, like I'm in middle school or I'm in high school or maybe you're an adult and you're like, I have no clue what I'm supposed to be doing. And maybe like, you feel like you're supposed to be doing something right now, but you're like, ah, it'll just come to me when I'm older because I don't know what to do. I feel like I should be doing something, but maybe when I'm older, it'll happen. Well, guess what, guys? We feel like that all the time. You know, I'm 24 years old. I've been out of high school since 2013 now. I feel like a really old man saying that because it's almost like 2020. So, like, I'm, I'm super old, and I know all the, all the adults in the room, they're like, you're old. Like, chill. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're right there. They're just like, yo, knock it out, man. Like, I just, just cut it. Like, they want me off the stage now. But, um, so, um, what? <laughs> um, how many times do you feel like your life's purpose is that feeling of being lost, too? And, you know, you're like, I'm lost when it comes to saying, like, if I were to ask you right now, what is your life's purpose? How many of you could honestly answer that? Could you honestly say, I know beyond a shadow of a doubt, what my life's purpose is. In other words, could we ask the question this way? Do you know exactly what your life calling is? How many of you could honestly answer that? That's a tough question. You know, that's something we hear about all the time. If you've like been around church for a little bit, or um, I mean, some of you are brand new to church, and you've probably still heard this. You've probably heard something like this, where people are like, God's called me to do this or I feel God calling me to do something, or this is my calling in life. How many of you have heard something like that? 
Heard something like that around those? Like, you feel like God has told you to do something. How many of you understand what that is? Fantastic. That's what I wanted. Because we're going to talk about that tonight. Cool. So, uh, most people don't understand that question either. You know, most people think it's super hidden from them. I got some statistics here that I want to read to you to demonstrate that that feeling of being not, not sure what your life calling is does not stop after high school. It doesn't come at a later date. What it comes from, like where it's answered, we'll talk about that tonight. We'll get there. So uh, the first stat here, did you know, according to the Department of Labor in the United States, I know that sounds super boring, and you're like, who wants to hear that? They're like, um, the average person will change careers five times, five to seven times before they retire. Not jobs. Keep in mind, they change careers. That is a big change in their life. They change their entire career five to seven times in just a short period of time from the time they get out of college to the time that they retire. There's only a short window of time. Do you know that means they change their entire career every six years on average? That's wild to me. And the reason for it is they have no idea what they want to do, right? Um, in college, you know, a lot of people think that college is going to answer all these questions. College is going to give me something that I want. College is going to give me the answer of the question of what do I want to do with my life? What does God want me to do with my life? I'll find it, I'll find it in college. Do you know in college, 80% of college students will change their major at least one time? That is a massive change. You're changing your entire course of study at least one time, 80%. That's a ton of people. And did you know also that the college student who changes their major, the average number of times that they change it is three. They change it three times, most of them, in the course of their college career. That puts them behind in study. They, that is a massive life change. Why do they do that? That's because they have no clue what they want to do. So I'm going to ask you again, you know, do you know exactly what your life calling is? That's a tough question, isn't it? Anyone kind of feeling the weight of this? It's like, man, this, you know, now, now, they, now we're thinking about it, it's, it's kind of sticky, you know? Speaking of sticky, it's hot in this room. It might just be the jacket I'm wearing, but I'm getting a little sticky. It's a little gross, but everyone's like, ew. <laughs> um, but so when, when we talk about this word calling, most people think that it's difficult, that you don't know, you, you, you're without direction, you have no idea how to find calling. When I was young, I used to think, or I used to hear people say, this is my calling in life. God's called me to this. And I was like, man, that, that'd be really cool if God would call me to something. You know, if God told me exactly what to do. I thought God was hiding his calling from me. Does anyone else feel like God's kind of hiding it from you? And you're, it's like, it's your job to go discover it. You know, like it's, it's hiding in your closet or it's like under a rock. And you're like, I just got to pick up the exact rock and there's my calling. Like, there it is, man. It'd be awesome. It doesn't work like that. Um, some people think of the idea that God has called you and they think that God is going to have an audible voice. That he's going to actually talk to you and he's going to be like, Jake, go be the dog catcher. Yeah, like that's, that's what he, you know, that's what he said. And so I'm going to go be a dog catcher. Um, but also some people 
We'll say the words like, God, please give me a sign. Like, give me a sign. Tell me what to do. God, I really want to know what to do, so just give me a sign. What if I told you that God has already told you exactly what your calling is? Wouldn't that be wild? Like, he's already told you. Did you know that? No? no you didn't know that? Well, you're going to know that. It's going to be great. What if God told you exactly what your calling is? That would be fantastic. For me, if I knew that, like when I was y'all's age, that God has already told me what my calling is, that would fix a lot of stress and a lot of anxiety because you're trying to figure this stuff out and you're like, what does God want me to do with my life? Like maybe your parents ask you all the time and you're like, mom, dad, I don't know what I want to do. Like chill, get off my back. I'm 11. Like it's fine. Like you want me to go to pharmacy school? I'm like barely getting past freaking fourth grade math. Like, so, uh, but you know, it, for me, it would fix a lot of stress because God, you know, you want to satisfy God with what you, want, you do in your life. And you're like, well, if God's calling me to do something, I don't know what it is, but I want to satisfy God. How in the world can I do that? It's just kind of a shot in the dark. You, know, you just kind of go for it. Um, but luckily, we can get there. We can tell you exactly what it is. But most of all, it would take away the mystery of God's calling. If God told you exactly what it was, you could be certain. So here we go. I'm going to tell you exactly what this whole big calling thing is. So let me set the scene for you. Uh, Jesus actually tells us exactly what our calling is. But before we get there, before I read you like exactly the words of Jesus, I'm going to set the scene for you. Uh, This is in the book of Matthew. And uh, Jesus has already been like killed like they've already crucified Jesus he's already been dead he's come back to life you know you know that whole part of the story that's fantastic hooray Jesus conquered death it's awesome that's great that's why we're here um but now he's talking to all of his followers and his followers are super excited because they're like oh man Jesus is back like this is incredible this is real he's actually God um now Jesus what do we do um you know what's up and so Jesus tells them, he's like, I'm about to leave. I'm about to go back to heaven and I'm going to send my spirit. And you know, this is what he's telling them. And they're like, wait, you're leaving? Like, chill, Jesus, you're not supposed to leave. We want you here forever. And he's like, no, what I'm going to send is better. What I'm going to send is better for you. But they're like, well, what do we do now that you're gone? And he says these words, keep in mind, Jesus is about to leave. So this is his last words here on earth to his people. So like, these are his Like, this is it. This is right before he's gone. So you would think that these are pretty important words. And he tells them, this is what I want you to do. He says, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. That was it. He told you what to do. Satisfied? You know what to do now? No? Blank stairs. Cool. That's what we're getting at. I wanted it to be a little bit anticlimactic. You're like, wait, that, that was it? Like, you built it up like it was this grand reveal, and now there's nothing there. Uh, but there is. There's a lot here. There's a ton right here that we're going to unpack. And what I really want to focus on is this right here. Uh, make disciples, Right? That word, make disciples. Jesus makes it clear in this passage 
that if you are a follower of Jesus, if you're a Christian, your job, your calling in life is to make disciples of him. And you're like, wait, what is a disciple? Disciple simply translated just means a follower. Your job is to make followers of Jesus. And you are to do that. He gives the formula right here. It's super easy. He said you're to baptize them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And then teach them to obey all that I have commanded. You know, teach them to obey the commands that I have given you. So basically, your job in life, your calling in life, is to make followers of Jesus by teaching them about Jesus and teaching them what Jesus said and encouraging them to follow what Jesus did. You know, isn't that, that's pretty simple. You know, everyone thinks about this like, man, that's super simple. And that's not exactly what I was thinking it was. And you're probably wondering, is every person called to do the exact same thing? Uh, Yes. Yeah, absolutely. You are called to do the exact same thing if you are a Christian. This is your calling. It covers everyone. And if you're not a Christian, this might be super helpful for you because it like gives you a little bit of guidance. You know, you might want to try it. It's pretty cool. But uh, I probably know what you're thinking next. You're like, wait, does this mean that I have to be a pastor? Does this mean that I have to work at a church? Does this mean that, you know, this is what my calling is? No, not at all. That's not what we're saying. What we are saying is your calling in whatever you're doing in life, whether you are a CEO of a business, whether you are flipping burgers at McDonald's, uh, whether you're like a dog catcher or whatever you are, you are to be making disciples of Jesus. That's gonna give your life purpose. That's gonna give your life meaning. Could you imagine walking up to somebody and saying like, Jesus loves you, he cares for you, and he wants you to follow him. And they're like, all right, teach me how to do it, let's go. And you see this person go through a radical transformation, like, man, that gets me excited because you helped play a part in changing that person's life. Um, Yeah, you can be absolutely anything as long as you are satisfying this calling of making disciples. How many of you have ever heard of a man named Bob Goff? You know, a couple, couple of you. Bob Goff is uh, one of the coolest people that I have ever had the pleasure of like talking to. When I was at Liberty, he was there um, and we just had like a short conversation. He wrote a couple of books. One's called Love Does, one's called Everybody Always. Um, they're super fantastic, but Bob, to me, when I thought of a person who just exudes this idea of making disciples with everything he does, like, that's, that's, who I, that's who I imagine was Bob. Bob is, like, one of the most loving people that you would ever come across. He would do anything for you. Um, he's super nice. He's, he's, like, he's this kind of old man that's uh, pretty funny. He wears a Mickey Mouse watch everywhere he goes just because that's his character. He's just like happy-go-lucky. And he like, he wore this Mickey Mouse watch one time when he was meeting with uh, Vladimir Putin, who was the prime minister of Russia, which is like wild to me because it's like, here's this goofy old man meeting with this intimidating world leader. Like, it's just funny to me. But Bob has led so many people to experience the love of Jesus. He has led so many people into a life of loving Jesus but you know what he does as his profession? Bob's a lawyer, which is crazy. He owns a law firm out of like San Diego, California. And he said, my life's purpose, my life's mission is not to be a lawyer. My life's mission 
is to lead people to Jesus. That's what I want to do. That's what gives me purpose. That's what gives me meaning. And he devoted his life to sharing love with people so that they could experience Jesus. And that's fantastic to me because it's like, no matter what you're doing in life, as long as you are fulfilling that idea of making a disciple of Jesus, you have something that is meaningful. And so you're probably asking yourself, you're like, okay, well, when you got into this, uh, I thought you were going to tell me like something specific where it's like, you know, what's my job going to be when I grow up? You know, what, what's it going to be like when I get out of college or when I get it, when I get out of high school, am I going to be like, should I go be a doctor? Like, I thought we were going to get specific here. Well, we are. Um, but I wanted to tell you that because I think too many times we get confused when we hear the word calling. We get confused as to say, my calling, you know, me speaking personally, my calling is to be the impact director out in Jamestown. You know, that's my job. Um, my calling is to be the worship director out in Jamestown. No, that's my job. What I'm telling you is that there is a difference between this thing called our calling and this thing called our platform. There's a difference between our calling and our platform. What is that difference, right? Well, your platform is the setting where we satisfy our calling. So what's our calling? Does everyone kind of know what our calling is by this point? Our calling is to make disciples of Jesus, to make followers of Jesus, to bring people to Jesus. But our platform is where we are. That's, our, that's where we do this thing called our calling. So that could be anything. That could be, your platform could be a business owner. Your platform could be that you're in school right now. That's your platform. Your platform could be like me, where you're basically standing up on a stage telling people about Jesus, teaching them these things. Like that could be your platform. And so it's really cool to identify our platform because our platform, your platform is unique to you. Your platform is whatever you make it. Your platform is something that you can have fun with, you can experiment with. Your platform could be to be a dog catcher. Like it doesn't have to be something like super glorious. So for me, like I said, my platform, my platform is here with you guys, but I'm satisfying my calling of bringing you closer to Jesus. I'm teaching you about Jesus, teaching you the things Jesus has already taught you. But, you know, someone like my dad, my dad, he's a business owner. My dad owns his own small business and uh, he's like a transportation dude. He hauls stuff all over the place and he like tells people what to do but he satisfies his calling of making people followers of Jesus because of the way that he treats them and the way that he talks to them about God and the way that he teaches them, you know, just different things of, you know, life. Um, he brings them closer to Jesus in that setting. So now our question is this, how do I find my platform? That's probably what all of you are asking. You're like, man, it'd be really cool if I could just find my platform, if I could find what I wanted to do, like that'd be freaking awesome. Well, in order to find your platform, you need to ask yourself four questions, all right? And it's super easy to identify this. I promise you, it's super practical. The first part of finding your platform is, A, what are my talents? What are you talented in? You know, tell me, what, what's something you're talented in? Shout them out. Basketball. Basketball. Heard that one. Swimming. What? Cool. So, 
So your talent is something that you were just naturally given. Your talent is something that you're naturally given. It's something that you didn't necessarily have to work for. You just did it. It made sense to you. So for me, like I was always naturally talented at music. Music made sense to me. I could make music when I was a little kid. It just made sense. And now I'm a musician. Like that's something that, you know, I was just naturally good at. That's a talent. Your second question is what are my gifts? All right, you're like, talents and gifts, aren't those the same thing? No, they're not. Your gifts are actually something that you were given when you became a Christian. You know, it's something that is a spiritual gift. Um, My spiritual gift is leadership. I was naturally given the ability to lead others, to cast vision, and to say, hey, you, let's go. And people would just be like, all right, let's roll. Let's do it. I'm following that guy. All right, and uh, I don't know why. God just gave me that gift. So what's your gift? You know, you could be gifted in something that I'm not gifted in. You know what I'm not gifted in? Patience. I am not a patient person. And as soon as somebody starts getting on my nerves, I will snap. Like, it just, I'm not good at it. I've had to work at it a ton. Um, But uh, you could be gifted in patience. You could be gifted in so many different things that I'm not gifted in. But that's unique to you. This is establishing your platform. So, third question. What are my passions? What are my passions? What do I love? For me, I've always loved music. I was good at music, and I was passionate about music. It made sense. Um, I was also passionate about baseball. Like, I loved baseball. I thought baseball was just amazing. Um, What are you passionate about? You could be passionate about something that I absolutely hate. Um, I know I told you guys last time I spoke here that my wife, Sarah, she is fanatically passionate about The Bachelor. Um, I hate The Bachelor. (laughs) Are you guys watching Bachelorette? Yeah. Who do you guys like? Peter. Who? Peter. Peter. I don't even know any of their names this season. I've watched every episode. The only one I know is like Luke P, right? Yeah, you like Luke P. Luke B likes Luke P. That's cool. But, um, but yeah, what are you passionate about? You know, what, what like gets you going? Like what's the thing that you just love? You know, you ask yourself that question. And then the fourth question, don't miss this. Don't miss this fourth question right here because I think this is super important. What are my circumstances? What are my current circumstances? Where am I right now? You know, what can I do right now? You know, for all of you in here, most of you students, your circumstance is that you are in school, that you're at home, and that you you might work a little part-time job, you know, but but you're surrounded by people around you that don't know Jesus. You're surrounded by people that you could be reaching out to. That's your current circumstance, you're a young teenager. My current circumstances, I'm 24 years old and I just got married. Um, I just stepped into my first full-time ministry role. Like that's my current circumstance, that's my current world. But, no, you don't need to clap for me, no, please don't. Just so you know, like, I absolutely hate that. <laughs> like, oh! Okay, no, no. God. Uh, but what, the question is, what is your current circumstance? What can you realistically do in your life right now? So let's, let's run through a couple of scenarios together. Maybe you're someone that's completely different from me. Maybe you're like 
naturally talented at basketball. I was horrible at basketball, but you're like naturally athletic. Maybe you're gifted in following somebody. Maybe your spiritual gift, maybe your spiritual gift is just encouragement, that you can encourage somebody along, and that you're passionate just about people. You know, you could be passionate about anything. You're passionate just about being around people. You're super extroverted. In your current situation, you know, maybe you're in high school and you're getting ready to move into college. Your current, you know, what your platform could be? Your platform could be being a PE coach. You know, you thought I was gonna say basketball player. It could be so many different things, but the point is that it needs to be unique to you. Answer those four questions. What are my talents? What are my gifts? What are my passions? What are my circumstances? That'll give you your platform right there. It'll, it'll be super easy, I promise. And then always remember that your platform is there to satisfy your calling. Calling is to make followers of Jesus, all right? And then once you do all of that, you need to ask yourself this one question. What is something I can do right now to work towards my calling? What's something that I can do right now to work towards my calling? You know, what is it? You know, you guys know what it is. Only you can answer this question. Um, But here's one thing I I want you not to forget about this. You are not too young to be doing this. You are not too young to be stepping into your calling. You are not too young to be satisfying your platform. You do it right now. You guys have the power. You're not the generation of tomorrow. You're not the generation of the future. You're the generation of right now. You guys have leadership ability. You guys have abilities to bring people to Jesus that I didn't have. You know, you have your own unique set. Step into who God wants you to be. And always remember this, throughout this entire process, while it can feel heavy and it can feel like, man, I don't know what God wants me to do. Remember, God is with you. God is always with you and God loves you and he wants to take care of you. He'll help you. He's gonna help you, so trust him. Always trust him. Thanks for listening. If you would like to get more information on Impact Student Ministry or The Summit Church, visit us online at thesummitchurch.net.